What is up, everybody? Welcome to the FN Nerds Podcast, episode number nine. Uh, I'm Nick Denizio. Sitting across from me is my dude, Martin Moreno. Mm-hmm. How you doing, man? Oh, doing all right. We're back pretty Not quick. Too bad. We are back pretty yeah, quick. Which is exciting. We're gonna try to keep uh, keep a little bit more consistency going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to just jump right in? Let's do it. Let's go. Jumping right in. Uh, Tom Cruise going to space. Hmm. Space. Tom Cruise is going to space. The veteran actor is teaming up with his Edge of Tomorrow director, uh, Doug Lehman, for a new action-adventure movie set in outer space, literally. The duo will partner with Elon Musk's SpaceX and NASA to help bring the original idea from Lehman and Cruise to life. I mean, I've only been calling this for the last, like, couple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is, though, yes. the, ser- the real question is, who's going to get to space first? Tom Cruise or Fast and Furious? Tom Cruise. That is, I don't know, man. It's always been Tom Cruise. Maybe, who knows? But for all we know, because Fast and Furious isn't going to come out for a while, mm-hmm. it got a little postponed. So they could be doing some stuff behind the scenes and kind of low well, no, key. Fast and Furious is going to space. They're going back in time. That's what's going on in Fast and Furious. But that's what's going to happen in the next one. So <laughs> the then next how one, do you yeah. top the next one? Let's go, go to space. space. So it's only a matter one or, of those two is going to they, space. Or they finally sure. do that crossover with Jurassic Park that I keep hearing about. Wait, what? <laughs> you haven't heard about this? No. Dude, I kept hearing that like Fast and Furious is basically going to team up with both G.I. Joe. It's going to be G.I. Joe, uh, Fast and Furious, and Jurassic Park. And it's going to be this one big crossover Shut event. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I, <laughs> I, um, I would be all in for that. <laughs> However, I heard about the um, Transformers, G.I. Joe, like crossover. and Power Rangers crossover. I've heard about Ooh, that. that's a good one. Which I think could work. I've been saying it for a long time. Yeah. I, knew, I know how to properly structure it, you know? And you can start off with Rita being on the moon, and she finds Zed, and all this other stuff happens. Like, it can work. It can work. We but can write the scripts. We can, uh, I may or may not have a couple drafts already written, <laughs> but we're not going to get into that. But, um, but yeah, look, th- we've been jokingly saying this for a while now. So the fact that it's kind of somewhat confirmed like it's no surprise like tom cruise is a fucking nut job so yeah. like i'm sure the second uh the second there was a possibility of this happening he immediately picked up the phone he's like okay when are we gonna do this when right. are we gonna do this how are we gonna do this like all this crazy shit started going through his head and it's kind of funny that they went with elon musk because elon musk is probably the only person that's probably all for it because he's he's very big on SpaceX. Obviously, they actually just had this massive launch which yesterday, is so cool. which is really and cool. good for him too. You know, yeah. Whatever. Um, I mean, I know he's a, he's a controversial figure, yeah. but you can tell that he's one of the few that's definitely trying to progress space exploration. Right, and then if you see how he sort of like you know he took some else, but he bounced back. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I believe it was the fourth mission. I believe what it was what it was of the Falcon or whatever rocket it was, but like. It was like three failed attempts, I believe. Don't quote me on this. And then the fourth one, it was like a do or die. Like, we have to do this or it's going to fail. Right. And apparently it was successful. And then mm-hmm. from there, it's slowly been building. And now slowly. they've actually put, now astronauts are in space. Like, mm-hmm. that, that whole thing yesterday. Was, the next was, uh, person, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> or Dominic Toretto. Or Dom- Who knows? <laughs> it's yet to be seen. But uh, despite, regardless, um, pretty exciting. Yeah. And I think uh, after Mission Impossible Fallout, when they had the whole, um, that big sequence in the beginning where... They basically had the whole um, I'm trying to think of the proper the proper word for it, where they basically they basically free falled out of that out of that plane in the beginning of Mission Impossible Fallout, which was real. Everything that they did yeah, on, he was on mission to was a, real. A plane. Like, yeah, in, <laughs> but no, you're thinking of Rogue Nation. Okay, I was I was, I was about to say I'm, yeah. I'm crossing my. I'm talking about here. Fallout in the very beginning. What was that? That was the uh, 
Darth Vader. Followed by... Followed by that. Okay, it's alright. It's not broken. We can keep going. We'll keep going. Uh, what I'm talking about is in Mission Impossible Fallout when it's more by towards the, way, the beginning. this is what happens in the effing nerds when you don't talk about nerd stuff. Star Wars comes back to haunt you. Literally, Star Wars poster fell and Darth Vader fell. Like, they're like, you're the effing nerds. Right. No, we talk about other stuff. Not just... <laughs> not just that. Not just... I mean, yeah. We'll eventually get to Superman and shit, but... Yeah. The force, but relax. Force, we do relax. we do talk about other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but the sequence that I'm referring to is in the beginning, it's Tom Cruise, Henry Cavill, and they have to jump out of the okay, plane. Okay, so you threw me off. That's not the... I know what you're saying. It's not the beginning, but because you know it's how towards the beginning. It's towards the beginning, oh, but you yeah, know no. how there's always in every Mission yes. Impossible movie there's like a beginning. Rogue like, Nation is... The plane. The plane. Uh, Ghost Protocol is like the big jail breaking sequence. So like that's what kind of threw me off a little bit. But yes, I... I uh, yeah, I believe like half of that was pretty much realistic, and then they kind of worked it in with like CG. Well, they worked CGM, but him jumping out of the plane yeah, was real. And the he's plane, crazy. The plane, I think, was at the altitude that is like as far as you can go before literally like making that next mm -hmm. step into space. So it was as high up as you can go. And then obviously with uh, the new Top Gun movie, kind of a very similar situation of him, you know, flying jets. Going into different, you know, and he was like arguing for stuff. I can't remember what it was. Well, he wanted. I think mind. he wanted to fly one of the aircrafts himself, and mm -hmm. the government was basically like, no. <laughs> right. I think that's what it was. <laughs> They're yeah. like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Okay. But it just feels like that he's done everything up until this point. So the next logical step is to be, and people have speculated this for a long, long time, mm -hmm. that it's the next step for him to go into and, space and, and we, shoot we, a movie uh, in space. We know some doubters. We're not going to name. Oh any yeah, names. We, we know a few doubters. We know a few na a few yeah. doubters who. Uh, Got their shit pushed in. Yeah. Uh, once this this uh, news broke, but yeah, it's exciting, man. And I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'm all in. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, it's cool. And uh, I, I kind of wanted to to talk a little bit about Tom Cruise himself because he's done a really good job of kind of rebuilding his image after the whole like couch jumping incident. Yeah. You know, I like agree. like after after War of the Worlds, it was when he had the whole jumping on the couch, and then a lot of stuff about Scientology came out, and he had a lot of like flops like shortly after that and mission impossible the movies have kind of like brought him back and it's it's kind of at the point now where it's like people recognize like yeah he's a crazy fuck but his movies are really like entertaining and, and it's good also one of the few kind of very one of the very few sort of uh movie series that have just gotten better better, as, better. yeah which for the most part usually they kind of like go downhill right once you hit a certain like the third one's always like the magic number. That's like the one, can you hit it or not? Right. Uh, obviously, I've enjoyed all the Mission Impossible movies, but I would say that my favorite ones, my favorite ones are probably, like if I were to rank them, are probably like the, last the more later ones right. are like definitely in the top half. And it's also the ones that um, Christopher McQuarrie has been involved with because mm -hmm. he directed Rogue Nation and Fallout and he did a, a uncredited rewrite on Ghost Protocol. So he's been heavily involved since. So and you know even though it's uh, Tom Cruise and Doug Lehman on this the space movie you know McQuarrie. I believe it's pronounced Lyman. Is it Lyman? I'm okay. pretty sure it's. All right, well, yeah. it's if it's Doug Lyman then. Yeah. Um, you know Chris McQuarrie is going to be involved in that somehow whether he's going to be writing the script or anything, but he they've just been Tom Cruise and McQuarrie have just been such a like awesome partnership like mm -hmm. since they've kind of teamed up, and they've just been making good stuff ever since. Yeah, and I'm sure they're going to make a shit more. Yeah. Uh, crazy stuff. Oh, probably. Yeah. All right, next up, some Jurassic World <clears throat> Dominion news. Yes. Um, we've been wondering when Jurassic World Dominion could possibly resume filming after production was shut down in March due to the coronavirus. coronavirus. But during a recent interview with The Guardian, actor Sam Neill, a.k.a. Dr. Grant himself, revealed that he's hopeful that production can resume in July, stating all sets are there and waiting. While no official announcement has been made, the film is still on track to make its June 2021 release date. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we kind of expected this, that they were just immediately, all, any production that was 
shut down because of the coronavirus is going to literally just jump right back in. I believe Batman already got the go ahead. Yeah, a lot of a lot of movies that were mm-hmm. set to shoot in the UK um, have recently been, been given the go ahead to resume filming uh, July first, I think. Right, which is um, uh, um, I'm I'm hoping they can bring this home. You know, I'm a little skeptical yeah. of uh, the not of the actors involved, but like the I guess storytellers, the so storytelling speak, team right? behind it. Um, but regardless, I'm excited to see uh, Dr. Alan Grant, Dr. Ellie Sadler, Ian Malcolm, like all mm-hmm. these iconic characters who have just you know like impacted me on oh yeah like crazy level. Um, to see them come back and uh just be in that world again i just I'm, I'm i can't wait like i'm so excited and i hope that it, it delivers <laughs> i really hope it delivers because it hurts when these movies are not good and when like ah uh, because i just love them so much so i just really hope that they can uh that they can close out the chat like don't worry about how these movies make money don't worry about like how you can keep it going mm-hmm. just focus on giving it a proper ending and then once that's done then maybe years from now see how it can continue whatever but i know people i've, I've seen reports of people saying like oh you know like how this can lead for how can how can we continue the franchise like don't even worry about that right just properly give it an ending properly close this book and then focus on other shit yeah and i think the the hope too is that with this time off with this whole break from the coronavirus that um that that they've taken the steps to revise some things and make some things better, and it's like it's like you know, because a lot of these big movies, when they have a release date, it's it's go 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 get it done and get it out for the release date in time. Like there's not there's there's sometimes there's not enough time to do pre production and to there's properly like plan. Ne- unless you're Christopher Nolan. Unless you're Christopher Nolan, but yeah. it's like you you had this time now. You had a couple months to you know. Um, you know, smooth out any of those rough, rough edges that you had on your film, and you know, hopefully, you get to go back and and possibly the, rethink some things. Too. That's what I mean mm-hmm. too. Is that you know, these these filmmakers had a lot of time to go back and focus on some things that they didn't have the time for. So it's like the hope is that when these movies start back up, they're going to be even better than what they were before. Yeah, I'm excited to see dinosaurs. I'm excited to see dinosaurs eat people. I'm excited to. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that close up on Dr. Alan Grant, and he says something like intense because that always. We we it's it's always like a little bit of music with some background noise and it right. closes up and then he sets up something. It's that nice, it's that nice camera pan. Yeah. In. Either way, you probably won't get off the side of the line. Fucking Alan yeah. Grant, baby. <laughs> All I know is that he, he they better bring an ascot into this or I'm, or I'm checking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no ascot, I'm checking. There's out. no ascot or, or proper hat. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. All right, uh, moving on to some Universal Monster news, which this one kind of came out of nowhere and was a bit of a shock. Uh, Ryan Gosling has signed on to lead Universal's remake of The Wolfman with Corey Finley of Bad Education and Thoroughbreds fame, um, said to be among the choices for a director. The script is based off an original pitch by Gosling uh, and written by Lauren Shocker Blum and... I'm, uh, I think, I know, I'm not sure, I think, I'm not sure if that's Jason Blum's wife. Oh, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Wait, uh, let me go back. That makes sense. The script is based off an original pitch by Gosling and written by Lauren Shocker Blum and Rebecca Angelo, who wrote Netflix... Oh, God. Who wrote... (laughs) Yeah. Let me start this again. Take two. Uh, The script is based off an original pitch by Gosling and written by Lauren Shockler... Shocker? Oh, my God. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going back. (laughs) We're doing it live. (laughs) Quiet on set. <laughs> I'm not even saying that middle name. I'm not. Uh, the script. Uh. 
The script is based off an original pitch by Gosling, written by Lauren Blum and Rebecca Angelou, who wrote for Netflix's Orange is the New Black. No other details regarding the plot have been released, but it is said that to be, it is said to be set in present time and in the vein of Jake Gyllenhaal's Nightcrawler, which is really cool, mm-hmm. um, with a supernatural twist, obviously. Mm-hmm. So this is this is really interesting because Ryan Gosling is not somebody I would have expected for them to be as the Wolfman. I also didn't think that the Wolfman was going to be the next movie that they do, especially since that the last one, Benicio Del Toro, was not very well received. Um, but I do like Corey Finley a lot. You know, um, I haven't seen Thoroughbreds, but I love Bad Education, and I think he's a really nice fit for this. And then also the fact of how they're describing it as like a supernatural nightcrawler which Nightcrawler is already freaky as to begin with. And now when you add yeah, in that supernatural like, twist, that whole notion is injured. Like I was wondering, I'm sorry, I just struggling a little bit. I, that laugh kind of loosened some stuff it up. Did? Okay. Yeah. I'm still dealing with the, uh, mutant XG known as seasonal allergies. You know, <laughs> it's like, remember when we watched Chernobyl? It's like in, in fucking comics when you get radiation or like a yeah. mutant XG, like you become a superhero, not in real life, not in real life, in real life, your face, your face falls up, you get headaches, you sneezing, but um, but yeah, that whole Nightcrawler situation is what like it's interesting to me because I, when you say of similar to Jake Gyllenhaal's Nightcrawler, like I'm like, do you mean like he's gonna be like plot wise? Is he gonna be like a reporter? Is he right, gonna be, a cameraman, right. or is he going to be doing some sh- like is he going to be doing some scheming, conniving that takes place mostly at night? Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if okay, can you imagine if it's a situation where like. Oh, there's reports that there's like a crazy animal out in like Los Angeles or something, and he's physically going and attacking people and then recording it, being like the first reporter on the scene. That would be like ins- that would be that insane. would be really insane, right? So it's like like if he knew what he was and he was using it to right to, like, to sell stories and right. stuff, right? Like that would be crazy. That would be awesome. So well, that 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 would be the other thing too. The thing that um, I'm hopeful for, and and if the Invisible Man was kind of a stepping stone and kind of an idea of what these movies are going to be moving forward. Uh, the only thing that I would say is do not make him a hero or even an anti-hero. What the original Wolfman is, is he's a tragic figure. He's somebody who had this happen to him mm-hmm. and it's something that he can't control. And, you know, it, he's he doesn't do things for good. He doesn't, you know, it's, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's somebody that has no control over this. And, you know, for most of the other stories, in the end, he ends up getting killed. You know, and it's, 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 it's tragic. Like I said, like he's a tragic character. So don't don't try to flip it don't make him an anti-hero don't do any of that kind of stuff. i don't want to see any of that the only thing is that if if it is like i mean if it's ryan gosling yeah. and this is supposedly continuing the monster universe and maybe there's the assumption that there's going to be more movies so i don't know if but that's something that obviously we'll get to once i mean that, that also goes into the notion of if you expect them to connect everything like they were originally going to do mm-hmm. like obviously the idea now was that they were just going to do it more in the vein of Invisible which is Man, smart. Where it's like lower budget it's 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 more horror and it's you know. more story driven like don't rely so much on other stuff just right. focus on your one movie and mm-hmm. if there's it could genuinely and maybe expand possibly, exactly right? then yeah. do it that way but uh brian gosling like you said is a that's one. That's one good-looking Wolfman. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I mean, if you remember from Crazy Stupid Love, when he takes his shirt off, he doesn't have a single piece of hair on his body. Right. So like, uh, you're gonna need some serious effects for that. Right. But uh, but yeah, I love Ryan Gosling is like maybe top three actor for me. Like that dude, I just think everything that he's obviously Drive, which was such an impactful movie, uh, to me like on a personal level, like. Mm-hmm. 
just uh, so many so many things that he's done, and just uh, he just has so much range, and he's shown it off and, and covered so many different genres. And he's kind of in recent years kind of stuck more in that sort of um, indie route. Like he had his almost like bigger movies every now and then, but then he went back and really explored. Like a he had fun and explored and was creative with these smaller budget films. So you're bringing him on to this 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 new universe. Who like we said, whether it keeps going or not is yet mm-hmm. to be determined, but. You can't go wrong with Ryan Gosling, in my opinion. So let's do it. Yeah, and and the fact that he that he pitched it too. Like, yeah, that's it's it's from his. So he had the idea for it to begin and with. And he has a history of working with dark themed. Oh, material. So like, I'm sure, um, if whether what Ryan Gosling we're gonna get if it's you know Place Beyond the Pines, Drive, like the more quiet, moody, mm-hmm. whatever. Or like maybe a little bit more a B. Like I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. Right. But I'm so excited and uh, and I'm really looking forward to hearing more about this because that nightcrawler aspect is like a fucking wrench that you're throwing this in, in this entire situation. Like, right. That's like a wild card, and I'm excited to see what that really entails in regards to like that being thrown out there. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be more of like a nightcrawler vibe. Right. And how it affects the story and everything. Yeah. And it, you mentioned uh, like how Ryan Gosling, like his like how he's just explored different things. He's one of the few actors in the last like, I would want to say decade, maybe even longer, who's had such incredible like runs and like, 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 like a streak almost like, mm-hmm. like the streaks of films that he's just picked. And every single one is like critically acclaimed for the most part. It's successful. And he's just a guy that picks very smart projects. So the fact that he's on board with this and it's his idea and he's got some really awesome, you know, creative forces behind the camera. It's, I mean, it's, you should be excited for it, you know? Yeah. And like, he's one of the few, like we were saying, that can turn it on and off. Yes. You never really see like whatever, you always just see whatever character he's portraying. You never, like, I don't personally ever, like for the longest time, I just thought of Notebook and this cheesy rom-com kind of heartthrob. But then... He obviously proved otherwise with those other projects, so I'm excited. Yeah, me I'm too. pumped. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, and this is uh, this is pretty awesome. Uh, J.K. Simmons was recently asked by a fan if we could see him in future Spider-Man movies after his shocking cameo in last year's Spider-Man: Far From Home. Simmons then went on to explain that he had signed a contract for two more sequels. While this doesn't guarantee that we would get him back, it does leave the door open for him to return and reprise his role as J. Jonah Jameson, a role he played in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. To add more to this, he's apparently going to be in Morbius with uh, Jared Leto and Michael Keaton, who's also coming back. Was that confirmed? Uh, I can't give a source. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm hiding a source. I just can't give a source. We are, because, okay. Because I, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> we may or may okay. not be connected. People. According to my sources. Yeah, we may or may not be connected. Then you're going to get us shut down and canceled. You know what? Okay. Be- because I said that, I probably should have looked it up because it's something <laughs> that I read on Twitter. And I want to say it's somebody that's in the business that said it. But I could also just be some some asshole on Twitter that just said something and it's like, oh, he's going to be in that one too. But or it could be our inside stories that we're keeping a secret. It could be. So we're leaving the door open on that one. But uh, obviously this is kind of a no-brainer because there's like J.K. Simmons is one of those characters in the same vein that I look at for Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Like one of the few actors that just embodies the character so well that you can't see anybody else playing that role going yeah, forward. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. You know, and he's just one where he just did it so well and he was so much fun to watch in Raimi's original trilogy that, yeah, I'm all for this. Right, Bring like he he came in at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home looking completely different. Right. Not, I believe he saw the stash. He had the stash, but he had the bald head. The bald head, but even just the way, just his mannerisms, the way he acts, everything about it, you're just like, oh, it, that's, that's fucking J. Yeah. Jonah Jameson, you know? And, um, and 
I feel like in like we were talking about this past decade, he's one of those few actors that's really kind of gone up the ranks and really kind of um, shined, so to speak, and good for him because right. he deserves all the accolades. And uh, and I'm happy that he can possibly come back as J. Jonah because I want to see that interaction of him just going in, shitting on Spider-Man, and Spider-Man being like a much younger, like... Because, you know, like being younger and just see how Tom Holland and that Spider-Man kind of reacts to some of the negative shit that's being said to him, you know. So I'm looking forward to that sort of possible dynamic. Mm-hmm. And uh, and why not? Like, let, where do I sign up? Like, right. bring him on. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And then th- there's also the question of what, what kind of state is like the Daily Bugle in? Because I'm pretty sure in Far From Home, like, I don't know how I don't know how they're going to do this going forward because we're kind of opening up for a larger discussion here because there is the talk of them possibly doing a more live action version of into the spider verse, but with Mm -hmm. Tom Holland, Spider-Man so that, you know, it's in in a, in a perfect nerd world that they basically just connect all the Spider-Man movies that have been in previous have, have now, you know, they're basically different, uh, they're 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 different different universes. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So the idea is that, you know, maybe Tobey Maguire will, pop in and you know possibly i don't know if andrew garfield will come back but you know what i mean like there's there's this whole well, we idea know that andrew garfield would definitely come back because he loves the character and right. he had so much fun and like what's interesting which i'm not sure if we said this before in a previous episode but the spider-man that we see in the morbius trailer that's raimi spider-man right on that poster yes. so um yeah right <laughs> like, like, like this this could really be a thing and the whole idea was i was getting at is maybe the J. Jonah Jameson we have in Far From Home is not the J. Jonah we know from well, the Raimi yeah, show. You know I would what assume I mean? that. I would because assume, I think yeah. they said that, that the when he before he comes on, don't they say something about uh, from the controversial website, yeah. Daily Bugle something. Which that, is more like tailored to the times now. Yes. Like go back in like the early 2000s, that made sense. Like the editor-in-chief of like a reporter. Nowadays, mm-hmm. everything's like fucking vlogs and right. Twitter and all that shit. So... Yeah, it makes sense that he maybe at some point started like a maybe a YouTube channel or right. something early on. Like I totally, he's, he's like he's like an Alex Jones type now, just, exactly. just spitting out controversy, like uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah, and shit. or maybe like someone else we were just talking about earlier. <laughs> right. No, we're not going to drop any names, yeah. but Christ. Yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, they essentially have the key to. English is not my first language. What's that? What's that term? What term are you looking for? The key to the is the keys king- to the kingdom. Is that what it is? Yes, keys the to keys to the kingdom. Yeah. They essentially have the keys to the kingdom <laughs> with this because when you introduce Spider Verse, you literally have now you already established the fact that there's multiple worlds, you right. know, and uh, like it's it's there. If you want to do it, I'm sure you already kind of set the groundwork for it and. If we if that ever does happen, where we get all these Spider Men, um, the only thing that would be weird is the animation to live action crossover. Well, which, that's 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 if they do like I don't know if they would bring. Oh, that. you're not saying in that no, sense. I'm you're just, just saying, saying they do the, they do it like live action. So Raimi's Mark Rebs, and then um, John right. Watts is Spider Man, and then maybe at much. some point you introduce a live action Miles into the mix as well, mm-hmm. which they kind of already alluded to in uh, yeah, Homecoming. Don Glover plays his uncle. Yeah, which I will. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I assumed that's kind of what they were alluding to. So uh, at this point, it just kind of comes down to can they can they pull it off exactly? Right. And um, and we're all here for it. I love Spider Man. I love uh, I don't want to say all Spider Man films, but I just love that character. And this, I do have some issues with Far From Home and Homecoming, but I do really enjoy Tom Holland as the character. Right. So. 
they're really they're just they're just adding they're they're essentially now have more to play with in the third one and uh yeah let's see what let's see what's gonna happen i also feel like they're getting closer to introducing sinister six as well yes yes that too that's another you thing know, and, which, um, and especially i mean because there's there's so many factors to, to think about like if like what in terms of what what Sony gonna want to do now that they're trying to build like a almost villain kind of universe minus Spider Man, but then Sony still has rights to the character. So the idea is that Tom Holland is gonna come in, and now that's now the fact that Michael Keaton popped up in the Morbius trailer, which just again just, opens just up like, more opens up more like doors windows again. But um, it's just like we already have what we have Vulture, we have uh, probably Morbius. I'm sure they're kind of. Right. I guess we'll have Venom, maybe. Venom, maybe. You know, you um, have Mysterio. Mysterio, which is an OG member. Yeah, Scorpion. We already have Gargan. Already who is, who is uh, shout out to Michael Mando, who is awesome. And he's in Better Call Saul. And he's awesome in Better Call oh, Saul. Yeah? So I'm excited to see that he's the, you know, Scorpion for, for this universe. So that's five. And then the sixth one, uh, I guess, is TBD. Yeah. We'll find out. But uh, I keep hearing Craven. I keep hearing rumors of Craven, which is interesting. Well, I mean, Venom is not really a a Sinister Six like member throughout right. the different iterations. 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 Whatever. Bro, I got you. <laughs> through, the, through the several iterations, um, but Craven to me is like I know there's a lot of talk about Craven possibly coming on, but like I would have the fact that they pretty much put his identity out there mm-hmm. kind of takes away from some, in my opinion, some of the Craven. I guess um, fun that you could have had because you definitely could have had Kramer come in and be like hired to find out who his identity is and, That's and true. hunt him. Now it makes it a little bit more easier for Kraven. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm sure there's still ways that they can get a- around that whole um, him hunting Spider-Man. But that's even if Kraven's coming right. on board. We're just kind of speculating at this point. But uh, but I would love. I thought Kraven made sense originally, but like I said, now the fact that his identity's out there to the world, maybe not so much anymore. Maybe try something different. But who cares about what I have to say? You know, like obviously there are other people, professionals who are in decisions. charge, and hopefully they just make uh, the yeah. decisions. I mean, it's definitely one of those things too, where like I'm, I'm like I, I do like the idea of Craven just because I haven't seen Craven done live action before, mm-hmm. and Spider Man is kind of like Batman in the sense where he has such an, an amazing rose gallery of villains. Dude, him and Batman have the best. So like you know you just you want to see new character, new villains done. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see different villains. Like, I don't want to keep seeing the same stuff over again. Although, probably the only one that I would love to see is I want to see a new version of Doc Ock. But the fact that, you know, the MCU Peter is taking kind of a different trajectory in terms of, like, his path and, like, what he's on. Like, obviously, I don't think we're ever going to see him as a reporter. I don't think we're ever going to see him, not a reporter, but, like, a photographer. Like, Mm -hmm. we're not going to see any of that. So, I'm curious as to how they're going to integrate some of this stuff into him, you know? I mean, you never know, bro. Thor's getting a fourth movie. No, I know. You know, so I yeah. mean, even though that's like, it's like completely MCU, but who knows? Right. If it's just that his, it's well, just that Peter Parker's origin is definitely different in the MCU version. Right, but if he does get to college, I mean, which would probably be like in the fourth movie, you're mm-hmm. kind of speaking about that. He could possibly intern somewhere and maybe intern at a science place, or because he he's already um, they kind of kept kept with that uh, character trait that he's smart, that he mm-hmm. kind of you know he's a garbage junkie. How uh, Tony describes him in oh, the, right. yeah, and yeah. he built his shit and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So yeah, maybe he gets an internship with Oscorp or something with uh Auto Industries. Is that what it's called? Auto Octavius in the, Industries, in the, I think. In the maybe. Game, yeah. In the Spider Man four game. Oh not Spider Man Four, just Sorry, PS4. PS4. Yeah. Look at me. Multiverse cross, Multiverse crossing, crossing my fucking words. <laughs> um, I'm liking the like like freaking out like when they when they do their thing. And obviously you've been glitching. Glitching? No. Why would you even say that? 
But uh, but yeah, just there's a whole that's a whole another discussion for yeah, another yeah. day, another time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, and our final big news of the day, and this is a big one. The big one. After years of speculation, we may finally have hope in regards to Henry Cavill Superman. It has been reported that Cavill, who portrayed Superman in three films for DC, is set to return, but in limited fashion. Similar to MCU's Hulk, Cavill Superman may only appear in future DC movies as a supporting character or cameo, and not in a standalone Superman movie. So this is definitely interesting. Um, I think a lot of it hinges on the success of the Snyder Cut in terms of what happens with the character going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's nice to see, you know, either way, if he can come back and, you know, start popping up in DC movies, uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I love Cavill as Superman. I think he's perfect for it. He's, he's this generation Superman, and he hasn't been given... Uh, and, and I don't mean this to, to, to shit on Zack Snyder or anything like that, but he, he hasn't been given the proper... Um, movie to play the Superman that most of us know like a lot of it like Man of Steel was his origin BVS was you know still like like a lot a lot of what Zack Snyder was doing with the character was giving him an origin and eventually he would become the Superman that we know and love we haven't gotten to that point yet and we felt shortchanged when Justice League came out and then he was said to be off of the role and it was a bummer you know because you wanted to see him you know become that character that we all expected so mm-hmm. hopefully this leads to it, and uh, yeah, what, what do you what do you think? Like, what do you think he's gonna pop up in? How do you think? Well, this I mean, I just go, like you know? your I liked your intro to the topic when he's like, we may have hope on his Superman. It's a little cheesy, but who writes this stuff? Who writes this stuff? I don't know who does write. I this don't stuff. know who writes this stuff. Um, I love Henry Cavill as Superman. You know, I have my issues with him as an actor. Yeah, but um, the guy literally is Superman. Mm-hmm. Like he's fucking Superman. Like when you see him with the suit, the way he takes it. He takes it upon himself to really build up his body to look like a suit, like he has superhuman strength and really um, resemble physically and like, well, yeah, physically, everything, physically, yeah, yeah. the way he looks, everything to resemble his comic book counterpart is like, you know, it's a credit to him. And uh, I'm excited that he's coming back. Like you said, we still, I, I do think that the, because um, HBO Max right now is off to a rough start. They're off to a rough start. Yeah. So. Uh, it kind of almost makes it like it almost jacks it up a little bit. Like, yo, you, like Seneca, you can come in and like you can be the savior. <laughs> you can save HBO yeah, Max. You can, you can give us hope, <laughs> literally, right. in all sense of the in all sense of the word. But um, I'm excited for him to come back. Uh, this, I believe, this news broke like like one or two days after the Snyder Cup news broke. It right? was it was actually a lot later. It was the um, it was this past week, the night that okay. we did the watch party for Logan, was when the news dropped. Wait, when did the... Uh... Wednesday. Oh, that's right. The Seneca talk was last week. Mm-hmm. Jesus, my day... quarantine. I know. Days are all just fucking... The days running. all come together. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited for him. And I... Like, you know, I would like him to get his own movie. But let's just take what, we, what we're getting for now. And, um, and I'm sure there's many ways you can incorporate him. And you can incorporate him into other films. Mm-hmm. And like we said, once Seneca comes out, and hopefully if it does well... Um, it'll give him like right now he just has like a little bit of life and like he has like the the health bars at like fifty percent mm-hmm. you know with just a cameos but maybe if Snicker comes out and it's good it'll crank up that health bar two hundred and you know bring him in for his own solo. Yeah, and I, I think I think uh, if the Snyder Cut is successful, I think we're gonna get a Man of Steel sequel. I, I think they're what they're doing right now is I think they're trying to not throw too much out there, which I know Warner Brothers and DC, like we, you've always had this issue of them announcing too much. And even maybe now they're announcing too much, yeah. but still 
they're not going so far as to say, oh, he's going to come back for a Mansfield sequel. It's like, we're gonna, right, we're which gonna, is, I'll give him credit right, for that. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get him back. He's going to, you know, be kind of limited. We're going to have him show up and stuff, which to me, in terms of going forward and the movies that they have coming out that are still, that are supposedly still connected to this DCEU, the logical one for me, obviously, is Shazam 2. Because Shazam won, they obviously tried to get him to do the cameo. That's, at the it end. is fun because I'm opposite. You're opposite. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm what do you opposite. think? What do you think? It's no. Go ahead. Do your okay. thing, and I'll. I'll... <laughs> so like, like for me, it just it just makes sense because of they tried to get him to come in for a cameo in the end of Shazam one. Obviously, they couldn't work out a contract because apparently he wanted he wanted to do a Man of Steel sequel, and Warner Brothers said no. So he was like, all right, fine. Well, I'm not coming back at all. So they had to do, which to me is the worst so part. It's the worst part of. <laughs> But it's 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 the worst part of Shazam for me is that stupid cameo at the end. I think it's unnecessary. It's not needed. The fact that it's not Cavill, but it's his suit, I think is absolutely foolish that they kept it in there. And it's almost like a fuck you to Cavill. It feels like yeah, it, especially like, since that like you know it, at the time that Shazam came out, it was them trying to get away from that Snyder verse. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they kept it in there to me was it just felt like a detriment to the movie itself. Um, hopefully, maybe they'll reshoot it and add it in later as, well, like, as, uh, like, as like a recut for I Shazam. I believe something just came out with like I believe uh, it's it's people making fun of it though. Like yeah. even 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 the director David Sandberg yeah, yeah, got, got I, involved and yeah. post like a funny thing about it. But um, the fact that he's somewhat established in you know in Shazam to me it makes sense that he would come back in Shazam too. Um, but it's it's possible like I don't know how they're going to restructure it, but you know you could have him show up in Aquaman two or the third Wonder Woman film. You know it, there's all different kinds of stuff you could do with him. The fact that he's now in a limited role, and it also is nice to see him coming back for cameos because it just expands that world and it makes it feel like there's more superheroes in that world. You right. know because when you get to solo movies, it feels very. Um, uh, I guess narrow, narrow viewed. Like, like it, that was always the thing in in some of the MCU movies where like there's this catastrophic stuff going yeah. on in the solo films. Where the like, fuck? Where, where is everybody yeah, else? Where, and didn't they? Um, I feel like there was that was a that was someone made a jab about that recently, but I can't really. It doesn't come to mind where something's going on. They're like, where are the? Where's where is every? Oh, well, far from home. Far from home did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, he's like, like, oh, where's Thor? Oh, he's off. He's off world. Where's Captain yeah. Marvel? No contact. But he's also like, we did, this needs to be like an Avengers level threat. Right. Remember he's saying that. And yes. He's gonna take care of it. But um. Other than kryptonite, do you know what a Superman's weakness is? Mustaches. <laughs> that was amazing. That was really good, Nick. Ah oh, man, you made, you made me one proud like partner. Um, no, it's not mustache. What are you thinking? Magic. It's magic. Magic. Okay. Yeah. So um, so it would make sense that he would come in for um, for a Black Adam or Shazam two. Because, because uh, yeah, because you you can play around with the whole fact of making him vulnerable somehow. Um, but my my idea of where I would like to see him, I would like to see him in Aquaman two. Okay. Because we still don't really know exactly what's going on with Aquaman two, but uh, I'm a massive fan of Aquaman in the comics, and I believe it was uh, the first couple issues of Rebirth. I believe it was issues one through six, um, which centers around Aquaman trying to find a sort of peaceful balance between his Atlantis priorities and um, his dedications to Earth, essentially, being being part uh, American as well. So I think for Aquaman 2, you could definitely take like a political route where, you know, Arthur, like remember in um, in Civil War when they're having like that briefing room and he's and General Ross is going like, over the attacks, he's like Sokovia, New York, Washington. Right. And that's why the Sokovia courts kind of come into play because of everything that happened. 
you can do something like that similar with Aquaman 2 where you can have like the attacks of when Orm essentially attacks the shores. All the, that big tidal wave comes and fucks everything up. And you can also have like the, the Sicily attack, so to speak, when right. a, like an Alanian fight damaged the streets of Italy. Right. Or something along those lines. And you can kind of bring a political aspect to it. You can have Arthur come in and speak on behalf of Atlantis and America, mm-hmm. like being like an American government, America, American citizen. Right. Uh, and then in in the, the rebirth issues, essentially, uh, Black Manta, which was also established in Aquaman, he and Nemo essentially kind of um, play. They kind of like fake an attack on an American ship. Oh. To make it look like an Alanian attack. Right. Which was also kind of done in the first one. It was, yeah, a little bit. Right. And then that kind of sparks a feud between Atlantis and the American government. And in the middle of that is obviously Aquaman. And he's mm-hmm. trying to, like, kind of figure everything out. He's trying to... He's uh, cooperating with both governments. And it comes down to, like, wars about to break out. So then he kind of... Mira kind of breaks him out. And Superman, being the white and blue... Red, white, and blue Boy Scout... Is there and be like, look, dude, I'm here on behalf of the president. Like, you gotta chill the fuck out. Like, uh, and Aquaman obviously being a little offended, seen as like a sort of war terrorist, or they kind of go at it. Right. And they have this great fight, and it's awesome, and it's an amazing panel, and it's my background, it's been my background forever, and it's right there. But, uh, but yeah, they have this huge fight, and it's really cool. And just the thing about DC that, um, people and like my friends and i like over the years have kind of discussed that like dc are like the gods Mm -hmm. you know like literally like new gods and shit the marvel is more like the the monsters Mm -hmm. it's like the mutants literal mutants and then all radiation get bent by a spider get radiation in your eye like all these kind of like when you have like these gods like even batman who doesn't have powers but when you see like baffleck and aquaman talking to each other and like they're just these two massive beings like you get this sense of, like, these are fucking gods. like Which is kind of the idea that, yeah. like, when, when Batman and Superman fight in BVS, it's kind of, that that's kind of how it felt. Like, because even though Batman is a human, like, mm-hmm. he, his armor and everything and how he kind of equalizes Superman, it just, just his felt, presence. just felt like these two, like you said, like these two gods just going at it. Right, and then it's like, and then you see Aquaman and Batman just talking, and you're right. like, I hear you talk to fish, and you're just like, these are fucking, like, gods on, like, Mount is a Mount Olympus. Yeah, like Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus yeah. Just like having a conversation. It's either like it's either like um, just royal blood, mm-hmm. like because Diana, Arthur, right? You know, or like aliens, or even like just like Hogan, like all these other characters. Like these are just these these gods, and like I want to see them go at it. Mm-hmm. And if they can do something, which they really want well in the comics, and granted, not everything translates well directly from comics, you kind of have to adapt it and do all those things, but if they can find a way to kind of incorporate Superman into uh, Aquaman 2, kind of on behalf of, since he's a little bit more established and he's now this new sign for hope. Right. Like, because obviously what we get, that's actually another interesting question, which we can, it's a whole other topic, but like, are the Superman that we see in the future movies, is that going to be an offspring of jl that came out or right. snyder's jail like that can be a whole nother like discussion too so right but uh but regardless i would love to see him in aquaman 2 that's where i personally would like to see him i mm-hmm. think it would make sense to have him in, like shazam or like black adam because they're like these kind of like massive superpower figures even though aquaman is too but uh but yeah that's kind of my take on it i actually really do like that idea of him popping up in aquaman too because it and just once again i'm sweating yeah <laughs> Get so excited, man! Get so excited. Sweating. Um, but yeah, I, I just like that idea that you're just kind of 
you know, filling out that universe. And it makes sense to have Superman kind of be like that representative of like, he's the America he's and the, the government. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of like policing different events that are happening on Earth. The the one thing I really do like about that whole thing, um, which is kind of obviously hard to do, but Joker, um, Joker, I just saw that and my brain just, <laughs> but Aquaman has, um, he he kind of reveals in that whole fight with Superman that he's always kind of felt as like the outsider, right? Which he, which they've done a lot in in the movies too that he's like right. the outsider to to both humans and Atlanteans, right? So it's like um, and it's like it's a really nice moment because he's like there's a beloved trinity of you, Bruce, and Diana. He's like saying this as he's fighting, and yeah. He's like, and then you have like these other this partnership between Flash and Cyborg. Like he's essentially just venting as he's fighting Superman. Which is like it's like a very personal part of of his character that he's kind of putting out on the table, and the whole time Superman is like, "Dude, that's not what it's about. Like, don't feel like that." And they've already made like a they made a really quick Justice League reference in Aquaman. Yeah, it's like you helped defeat Steppenwolf. Like that's it, and that's, that's a, it. Just that's get all, it out that's, there. That's it's all they did. Boom, yep. in and out. Just just get it out. But um, but yeah, I've always saw. I've always kind of in my little brain. I've always just saw it as the Aquaman movie. Like we got the first one. Second one, let's explore him as the king now. Right. Um, talking on behalf of Atlantis and um, and America. And then the third one, exploring him as a human. Mm-hmm. Like having maybe, because there's a great story with Throne of Atlantis when his dad dies. So then having him like essentially dealing with the fact that he just lost his dad and going like a more human route. That was always like right. how I kind of pictured the... Like like the a trilogy. Yeah, well, yeah. almost. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I would just love to, because... I don't want to. I just. I want to see these kind of like we were talking these these gods, these titans, and uh, for me, the one that I really want to see the showdown is between Aquaman and Superman, which like, would be really cool to yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, dude. You know, and and you mentioned before, you know, what you know if they do more Superman, like, are they going to do the? Is it going to? Is the Snyder cut going to be canon, or is the the original Justice League going to be canon? Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters because I think either way, um, Superman's going to end up in the same place he was. Yeah, in, I guess in, that makes in, sense. In both versions. Right, uh, the, the other thing that, that's a big speculation is the fact that Cavill's been working out a lot. I mean, and it could just be for Witcher Season 2, which I think they haven't, start fi- they haven't started filming yet. Which, yeah, I think he was even more massive in Witcher than he was in Superman, which is crazy. Um, yeah. But either way, there's a lot of speculation that he's going to come back to do some reshoots for Justice League. Especially since all the stuff came out about the fact that... You know, just the Snyder Cup might cost more money now and that more reshoots might be coming in, you know, even though they, they said that they weren't. It mm-hmm. could be now that they're that they're going to. I think they're keeping mum on a lot of different stuff. They're not telling us everything, which is understandable because you don't know how things are going to happen, what what's going to be affected or what HBO Max's plans are for the Snyder Cut going forward. You know, are they going to try to use the Snyder Cut to connect to their Justice League Dark series and their Green Lantern series? It could be like an offspring, possibly like... Right. And then the, the other thing that I didn't mention is that there's rumors floating around that, that they're going to do a Cyborg series now as well with Ray Fisher. So this this it, I think a lot of this hinges on how well the Snyder Cut is received, how well it does. And I think if it's successful, I think, you know, we even said this in our Snyder Cut talk that it's it's just going to change. It's going to change DC as a whole. Right. But let's just like pump the brakes. I know. Like, let's just like, I know I don't want them, like we were saying earlier in this episode, like I don't want them to kind of get ahead of themselves and just start announcing all these things. And all these right. like, it's okay to be excited. Yeah. We love exciting. We love being excited. But like, let's just see how this does. And let's just like progressively and like naturally see like how we can possibly mm-hmm. branch off from this because... I would love a cyborg series. Right. I, you know, I already told you that Ray Fisher as cyborg was my favorite part of Justice League. Um, I would love to get to know that character more. So, 
Yeah, but let's just like a just one step at a time, baby right, steps. Right, right, and, and I, I think if it's if it's one of those things where that you have a better core group of people that are in charge and mm-hmm. that are running things now, you know, the the hope is that if if they think that there is a way that they can salvage what they had and they can start to reconnect things and make it back to being more of a connected universe. I'm all for it. You know, right. I'm, I'm definitely on board for it. And if, if, the, if the first step of it is putting Cavill in in more movies that aren't focused on Superman, that he's just there and he comes in for, you know, short cameo or even like a small part. Uh, I think that's cool. I think it's cool. Right. And, and I'm excited to see it. I mean, we still have like other personal issues going on with some of the actors, but that's like, right. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's just kind of, um, yeah, let's just take it one step at a time. We got the Slender Cut coming out, which is super exciting. We're really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, we kind of, in our last episode, when we were talking about, in the FNR discussion, we were talking about the um, Snyder talk, like, the news of that Cavill was coming back literally just broke, like, right after that. We <laughs> right, like, as, as, as we were writing that episode. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, like, when when you say that he's coming back and he posts a picture from him at the gym, the internet's going to, you're going to blow oh, of up. Course. Yeah, like, of course. Everyone's going to be like, he's getting back into super right, right. shape. And, and rightfully so. So, I... I'm like convinced that he's um that he's coming back and like you were saying before with the additional photography, obviously more reports kind of came out since we did that episode. Yeah, and it's looking more and more like there's definitely it's, going to it's be it's probably going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what Nick was saying before was that the uh, CEO Bob Greenblatt, I believe his name is. Yeah, he was on the podcast and they were talking about the Snyder Cut and how it's going to be an extra 20 or 30 million and he apparently joked and saying, huh, I wish it was just 30 million. I wish million. it was that. So clearly like, and then everyone fucking went crazy. Like, wait, right. is it going to be more money? Why is it going to be more money? Are you bringing like, so. Right. Um, which, which I mean, like, you know, it, it was it was funny that that when that report came out, it's only going to be 20 or 30 million and the fact that Zach pitched it as, as, as a possible series, it, it only made sense to me that you're going to have to come back and rework a few things and probably reshoot some stuff with certain actors because if you're trying to turn this into a six-episode or an eight-episode miniseries, you're going to have to really refocus it a little bit around the fact that it's going to be in individual episodes. And you have to give each individual episode you know, somewhat of a through line and somewhat mm-hmm. of its own contained story in order to advance it to the next episode. And like each episode has to – he even said that he detailed it out with, with each episode ending on a cliffhanger – you know, going forward. So it only made sense to me that you have to come back and reshoot some things to rework it into that kind of structure. So the fact but that it, he came out and was like, oh yeah, it's going to cost more money and mm-hmm. we have to shoot. And like, I, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. You're going to have to shoot more shit no matter what. It just for me, I just kind of saw it as a, like 20, 30, 20 to 30 for post-production. And that to me kind of made sense that I don't know too much about like, like numbers logistically when it comes right. to that kind of stuff. But just kind of what I know off of like movie budgets and things like that. I figure like twenty thirty, okay, for him to finish his original vision, like that makes sense. Rescore it, rescore it, you know, re 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 edit it, re edit. Well, re edit it, but also um, redesign Steppenwolf and insert him back into yeah. every single scene. All this other crazy shit, like yeah, twenty thirty million, like that. You can literally make like what six Blumhouse movies, <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So um, so yeah, like that makes sense to me. But like obviously, it looks more and more like these uh. At least Cavill, or there, it looks like there's going to be additional photography. So, yeah, man, uh, it is crazy that they're it's, actually it's, letting it's him do this and giving him the resources he needs. Like, um, good for them. Like, yeah, really. It's I think they, they they saw an opportunity with it, and and you know, like we said, it's it's because it's this new streaming service, and and they're they're struggling right and now, and everyone's fighting for to have like the thing that mm-hmm. gets you on to, on board to for it, and and yeah, the fact that HBO Max launched, which 
I mean, like it's it was very strange with their launch because they launched without anything that's really like, oh, we have to get it. Like when Disney Plus launched, it had The Mandalorian. Right. Like it was like, oh, all right, that's 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 the show to watch. HBO Max is launching with nothing to and watch. And it had some like Discovery, uh, like not Discovery, yeah, like National Geographic and shit. Like well, it had it had one of my favorite shows, the yeah, the, the, Jeff, the Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum show. Right. Which so was it's like you have you had like um you had your big budget show and you had like other little small right. stuff that can only be there. Which you know? HBO Max has it has an original show and it has a few like other things. Like they they did apparently did a, they did a relaunch of Looney Tunes and apparently it's awesome like it's okay. it's, it's my, very much like the old school Looney Tunes which I do want to check out eventually but yeah it's just weird that that they launched it and they didn't have every movie you'd expect them to have in their library especially for DC stuff like none of the Nolan stuff is in there and so, apparently like uh I know Doom Patrol was uh is kind of come to that so but that's oh, right. that's like a month later so. it's a month later there's no like the Harley Quinn series is not on there yet so it's 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 just weird how how which is how amazing. things are so split up. <laughs> The Harley Quinn. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're talk about. We're gonna talk about, about yeah. it, but Harley Quinn series. Oh my god, I can't believe how much I fucking like that show. Yeah, like I really can't. It's so good. It's very good. Um, but yeah, yeah, and I'm excited and uh, looking forward to uh, Cavill coming back in, in you know, future parts. Like I already know. Like I'm looking forward to just like something going on and just hearing that voice off screen. Like some, I can picture him being like, "Ma'am," like just like in right, right, or, like yeah. Superman, <laughs> yeah. like fashion, like or like saving a kitten from a fucking tree right, or, right. or something. Uh, <laughs> Do what but, you expect Superman to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just being very Superman. Like I know, um, like I, Shazam is my favorite DCEU movie. To mm-hmm. me, that just feels like the most complete, well thought out, well like from from start to finish. From start to finish, mm-hmm. it just feels like the most complete film. Um, and yeah, I'm all about that kind of. Uh, I I like dark. I, lo- I love dark, you know. But I'm all about also that kind of um, when it's done right and when it's properly done, not mm-hmm. like fucking forced. Right. Um, you get some really good stuff, and uh, if if you can kind of bring some of that more like lighthearted element to Superman, like we were just saying, like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, Nerds Nation, that is it for episode number nine. Wow. Episode number nine. We close, just close out the Star Wars trilogy. We just close out yeah, this, the Skywalker saga is finished. Hopefully this this episode is better than uh, Rise of Skywalker. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, th- thank you guys for watching. As always, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. If you like the video, give us a thumbs up. It makes us feel all nice and fuzzy inside, like we've said. Yep. And uh, like we always say this, but you can talk to us if you want. You know, we don't bite unless you want us to. You know, it's up to you. We don't know what kind of kinky shit Nerds Nation is up to, but uh, but yeah, we're always here. Uh, yeah, and um, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on now, and uh, just be good to each other. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, we can make people smile amongst some of the chaos. Some of the chaos that's going on. Yeah, like literally, Joker, Agent of Chaos is out there. Like, yeah, literally. So. Literally. Uh, But yeah, thank you all for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Later.